What's up? Welcome to the Worship Point Podcast. Was that a bass line or um, was that drums? Batonga drums. The Batonga? No, no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Worship Point Podcast. Carson is back this week. Yo! After uh, spending some time out in Colorado. In the old CO. OCO. In the old CO. The old CO. The old CO. And uh, Carson's got, he's got a few good stories from, from his time out there. One involves some friends uh, breaking their butt. Yep. Broken butt. <laughs> we, got, we, got, we got some broken butts. And, uh, but I think they had a good time. Uh, and good to have you back. It is good to be Carson. back. This is episode 005. Whoa. We've hit the five, five episode mark, which is exciting. And uh, thank you guys for listening and, and checking us out each week. We really do appreciate it. We uh, Today we're going to be talking about a few different topics that apparently are just good timing uh, for, for Carson and I. But before we jump into that, Carson, what have you been up to lately? Well, I have been, I've been learning how to use Apple phones. Yeah? Even though I've had one for like six years, I'm just now learning how to use it. I guess they can be a little bit tricky, although... They say that they're the most easy phones to be able to understand and use. Yeah, they probably do, don't they? What have you learned? Well, actually, I, I know all the easy stuff, you know, like like texting and right, and getting on like social media, the stuff you probably shouldn't be too good at. Good. Um, but <laughs> setting reminders for yourself. You've um, just now learned how to set a reminder? Well, I just learned some things about setting reminders, kind of like... When I say, hey, Siri, set a reminder at 8 a.m. to go to Waffle House to meet a friend. Yeah. I figured she'd remind me earlier. <laughs> you know, like like my mom would or something. But you set a reminder. You told her to remind you at 8 a.m. Yeah, so there's a dilemma right there. <laughs> I figured since you like when you set something in your calendar, it'll remind you. You can set a, you can set a reminder. And so I just I thought that I was rem- I was setting a calendar thing, not a reminder thing. Yeah. So, but again, you you told Siri to do a reminder, a reminder yes. at eight a.m. My fault. And, and she totally did that. She did. So she did great. So you needed a reminder for the reminder. reminder. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, or I could have just said like, you know what? I'll do better in the future. <laughs> but it was good because the because the, the the thing that I need to be reminded for happened an hour an hour earlier. So okay, and I, and I was there, so it was it was all right. It all worked. Nothing, out nothing, there. nothing skipped or missed. <laughs> so yeah, next time just say if you have to be somewhere at eight. Yes, have Siri remind you at seven thirty. Yeah, so it was, so it all works out. Yeah, okay. So that's what you've been up to learning. Learning the app, the old Apple iPhone. Yeah, that. And I'll tell you real quick. Yeah, I I saw a bighorn sheep in yeah. Colorado. Is that called a ram? Uh, if it's a if it's a boy. Oh, that wouldn't be a sheep. The picture that you showed me, I don't think I would call that a sheep in any way. Well, a ram is a sheep. It's just like a bull is a cow. A bull is a bovine. <laughs> I guess I should tr- no, totally not trust. a bovine. I should no a bovine is bovine uh, is a sheep. <laughs> no, I, I should totally trust your 
your knowledge of this because you, you grew up on the farm. Yeah. So, but now maybe equine is, is cow. No, is horse, and then a bovine. I thought a bovine was a cow. <laughs> hey, Cody. What is? I'm just kidding. No. Yeah. Let's get Stephen Bray on the phone right we, now. Yes. And we'll call him, and he will. What do they call it on straight. million million? How to be a millionaire? Can I have a a line? A lifeline. Lifeline. I need a lifeline. <laughs> I need a lifeline right now. Hey, Cody, what are you? What's a bovine? Cow. Yeah, it's a cow. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. So we're confirmed now. We are. I don't know. Uh, I I just can't like that picture you showed me. I I would never say that that was a sheep. It it had it, it looked like a ram. It had the full horns. I don't think you would still call that a sheep. You're right. <laughs> You're right. They are. They are a. They. It is a ram. It was a mountain ram. It's a mountain mountain right. ram. Does that sound right? But when you look it up on online, it said sheep. It's, it's a bighorn bighorn sheep is what they call them. I don't know. That's the species bighorn sheep. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. We've talked a lot. All right, we've probably talked way too much about about, this, <laughs> about this subject. Um, so we'll move on. But uh, if you if you know the answers to these to our problems, please please help us. Email us. <laughs> Worshippointpodcast at gmail.com. There we go. <laughs> uh, what have I been up to lately? Yeah, what have you been up to? Nothing, nothing too much. This week, we I got to do some yard work. Whoa. It's about that time of the year. Dead life. Spring. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So we went and I, I mowed the yard, did some weed eating, and my boys said... It, they said it's time, Dad. It's time. We want to use some birthday money to go get like a little pool, like a little inflatable pool oh, okay. for the backyard. It's and time. they also bought a slip and slide. Man, and so they're getting a lot of money for their birthday. Said that, yeah, they, <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, it was like ten bucks for a slip and slide. Oh, okay, gotcha. No, I don't know what you're. Oh, oh just you get some Bisquick. <laughs> no, Bisquick is. <laughs> his, his, his pancake batter, first off. No, no, no. Bi, bivine, bovine. No. <laughs> Bisqueen. That's what it is. It's Bisqueen. It's vis, Visqueen. Oh, okay, v, never mind. I'm way <laughs> off. Get some Bisquick. Yeah, we threw some Bisquick all over the yard and, they, and, 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 tried, to, and tried to have them slide. Dad, I'm not sliding. What's going on? <laughs> um, so anyways... So they were out playing in it. It was kind of, it was still kind of cold. If you heard my story last week about jumping into uh, the Greer's Ferry River or whatever oh, it's man. called, there, it was still, it was still cold. But um, going down a slip and slide is not as bad as getting your whole body submerged. Submerged, but they they were playing and like my boys. I'm a little embarrassed if I'm going to be honest right now. Oh, because. They they like our backyard is fully grass. Yeah, yeah. There might be a few rocks in there. There might be oh, a few, no. like few pieces of tree, like limb or something. <laughs> but it, for the most part, our, our our grass is pretty solid. And my boys were complaining the whole time about how their feet hurt. Like it's sharp. It hurts. It, Man. It, but but I'm telling you. Yeah. This is not like me just being like. Toughen up, kid. There was nothing. There was very few things. And so just the fact that my boys have no tolerance to be barefoot outside, that's embar- That's a little embarrassing. 
we used to just be barefoot all the time yeah. outside. Like I don't, so maybe I'm just so used to it, but like, I think that's, I'm, I'm just embarrassed for this generation, this next generation who, who don't know the beauty of just running barefoot freely in the backyard. It is a beautiful thing. And so anyways, they were complaining, but anyways, I got done mowing and they had the slip and slide going and I, I went down it a couple of times. It's been He's a long time since I've gone down a slip and oh, slide. Yeah. And, uh, been successful. It was, but it, it wasn't as joyous as I, oh. as I remember as a little kid. <laughs> it kind of, I mean, it kind of hurt my belly. But it, Oh, so you're complaining now. Yeah, uh-huh. but that's mostly... I'm just kidding. That's, not, that's mostly because... <laughs> no, you're right, yeah. Because I'm just a big dude. You are a big dude. I, I do remember I went, I went to a camp growing up that had a like 200-foot long one. Whoa. Maybe longer than that. It was It was massive. And they would take all the leftover food and oh, dump it on it. No, that's gross. It was gross, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Well, we were like we were little kids, so it was like, yeah, let's get messy. They would just take the the they would just take leftover all, food and dump it on the. I'm I'm not I don't I hope, now that I think about it I hope it's not what we didn't eat like on our plates and then we threw out. Yeah, that would like be the nasty. slop, the slop, uh, the slop buckets. Buckets? I'm, no, it couldn't have been that. It was probably just like what they didn't serve. Hopefully, we're gonna we're gonna go for a hopeful. <laughs> yeah. And so you would like slide down this and like you pick up a hot dog like, on, your, on your way down. That tastes good, man. I do remember busting my head on a rock. I found the one rock and I just busted it so hard. That is the, that is the worst. There was a comedian who used to tell a joke about about uh. A slip and slide, and I can't, I can't, I can't say the full joke <laughs> because it would have to bleep out a few, <laughs> a few things. Um, but essentially, he, he called it. He's like, let's call it what it really is: slip and bleed from your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, that's true. That had a slip lot of, and bleed from your butt. <laughs> we've, we've already had a lot of butt. Butt references. This we have this. Uh, so that'll probably be in the title of the episode. But Biz Queen and butts. <laughs> Biz, Biz Quick. Biz Quick and butts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to something maybe a little more productive. Oh man. But that's what we've been up to <laughs> lately. <laughs> so uh, today we're going to talk about. Uh, I guess we're going to share a little bit about some of our musical uh, and worship leading influences. People who, who, who had an impact on us as we were growing up, and and being in the being in the in that environment and culture, or um, wh- whether that be like going to concerts, or or whether they were people from within our churches, or or whatever. Um, and we we talked about how a couple weeks ago how worship leading is more than maybe even just a band. So maybe someone who just shot who who showed us people who showed us what it meant to be to be worshipers. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, and then we have a we have a takeaway from that that we hope will be an encouragement to you as as you continue to pursue this and and be involved in this. And and so Carson, let's let's talk a little bit about that. What who are some people that have uh, had some influence in your life, or people that that you watch growing up that uh, that you were like, man, I just I just really love what they do and how they do it, and and they got a cool style, and they've got you know like all these different elements that uh, that just kind of drew you to them and uh, helped kind of set you up and pave the way for you. What, what What's kind of some people that jump out to you? 
Oh, we gotta do shout out to Pierce. Yeah, because that, that was like the first of the first for me. Yeah. Um. So there'll be a lot of people listening, maybe that grew up going to like Bog Springs. Yeah. And, Old AYC back in the yeah. back in the day that would remember Pierce. They were like an early two thousands worship band, Arkansas. Yeah, I never he, got to experience Pierce. I, he he moved on. I right right when we moved into uh, moved into Arkansas, but he was a lot of people talk about him. Yeah, they were they were they were really solid. Um, but I, th- I think when I was in high school and um, and just the start of college when I really started playing music, like focusing on music. Was uh, I, it was probably it's probably Gunger, really? I was just I was fascinated by the, the the musicality of it and just like how much like depth and care went into their music yeah. and went into the words and I mean because that guy's like a and he's a maniac yeah on the guitar and yeah. in the Bible as well very unique very unique band and like for sure around that time where you're talking about was. Probably wasn't much out there like that in yeah. terms of uh, worship, or Christian, yeah. uh, like culture. I mean, there, there were there are other groups that were doing some some incredible stuff musically, but yeah. Gunger was is very unique. You know, I'll definitely this, say this that. This might sound like superficial, but and probably just incorrect. But like it 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 seemed to me like it was so different. Um, from the aspect of like not being just like nonchalant about hey let's worship or mm-hmm. it was just like oh golly like I just want to cry right now <laughs> it went yeah. deeper like felt just felt deeper to you yeah so naturally yeah anything else anyone else jump out to you I'd think more on it but that, <laughs> that's the one that jumps out to me at the moment yeah yeah so for for me. Growing up, there were not a lot of like worship music or whatever we want to label it oh, yeah. these days did not exist like it is today. There were a few groups out there that were doing stuff. Delirious um, was like was was really popular back when I was growing up. Chris Tomlin was around back then. Oh yeah, he was alive. He was alive. He was alive. I'm just <laughs> um, he was there. Matt Redman was kind of like was kind of starting up but it just wasn't the same like like culturally today like you would never play they would never play on like christian radio yeah um like today you'll listen like the number one song on christian radio is what a beautiful name by hillsong like that stuff did not get played at all growing up because it didn't exist like it wasn't even there really so so for me like my influences came a lot from just christian rock and the first band that like just really inspired me. It's it, I, I'm almost embarrassed again to talk about them now because yeah, of, like how much they've changed. But the band that influenced me to even play music and like want to do music was the Newsboys. And like I talk about that today, and it's it's embarrassing because I just don't think that I don't like the Newsboys anymore at all. Like there's nothing about them that I yeah. like anymore. But growing up. They were like they put on the best concerts and 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 that was really my first Christian concert that I went to that wasn't like adult contemporary you know the Stephen Curtis Chapman's and like the yeah. Michael W Smiths of the world Newsboys were the first concert I went to that I like I had I had so much fun and so they became such an influence on me growing up and I, and I watched 
we they were one of those bands that any time they would come anywhere near us within like a like a four hour radius, we would drive. Really? Yeah, we would drive. Man. We would drive to go see them. And so, from like I would say from like fifteen years old or maybe even younger, maybe like fourteen years old to like probably like seventeen or eighteen, that like four year window, we probably saw them like fifteen to twenty times, and they just had a huge influence on me in terms of like a concert setting and and i thought they were just really i thought they were really unique and different and um and again like this is newsboys now is 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 way different i I just it's hard to describe it's just it's just it feels way different than it was then and uh so i watched them and we used to even do like I, i we loved them so much that before we even knew how to play music like we didn't even I didn't know how to play a guitar. I didn't know anything about music, but I knew I loved them. Yeah. We used to have lip syncs <laughs> at our church and we would we would do so like every now and then we'd pop in and do like this this like we'd play the song from like the newsboys and we would we would just do a full out imitation of uh, like of their concert, right? Like for fun or for y'all's just actual? for fun. It was okay, like okay. an entertainment thing, like just goofing off. So we would do like they had a song called Breakfast, right? Breakfast. Do you remember that song? But by, by Newsboys, it's, it's an old one. I know. I played it for my sons the other day, and they were like, "This is what is this? What is this?" Um, but they had a song called Breakfast. And I remember one one time on a Wednesday night, my buddy uh, or uh, a family in our church owned a, a farm, and we we would go out there, and they would get all of this old food from like the grocery stores and use it to feed their pigs. And we would go out and dump just boxes of like old cereal into these big barrels. <laughs> well, we we collected all those those cereal boxes one time, and we we did the song "Breakfast" like as a lip sync, and we just filled up the entire stage oh, full gosh. of breakfast uh, like cereal boxes, and it was the dumbest thing. But yeah. like we we absolutely. Loved doing it. We love the we love the newsboys. We loved it so much. We went from like doing one song every Wednesday or every like once every couple months. We did a, an entire. I'm not kidding. We did an entire lip sync concert, like ten songs. Oh, and it was all lip sync commitment. It was all and like I'm telling you, we went like all out for this. And people came. People came. Like Whoa. people from our youth group. No, no, no <laughs> one from the community came. No care. No Did you hear about that new lip sync concert? But I'm out? telling you, man. Like, if I wish I could find I find some old video of that because it was it was so it was so much fun. But looking back, I'm like that is really ridiculous. That yeah. like, we would spend so much energy and effort literally doing a lip sync. Like, and I, and we'd have guitars, but no one would play. You had a guy on the drums, like back there, like. You know, faking, faking everything and ten songs. We did like a ten song concert. <laughs> it was ridiculous, but it was so much fun. So Newsboys had a huge influence on me, and and in the in the Christian rock world, and like, if I'm gonna be honest, like a lot of what I saw through that was it's it's really performance. I mean, like it's performance based, big concerts, lots of um, entertainment value, lots of lights, and lots of different just fun elements. To what it was, and so when I first started into singing for my church, like when when that finally came up, we talked about that on like yeah. episode two or episode one. When I first started singing for my church, so much of what my influence was again goes to the newsboys. So I had I had a really wrong 
perspective <laughs> yeah. because everything was performance-based, everything. And, and as much as like they were an influence on me and I, I, I still thank them to this day because like I got into music because of them, I definitely can look back and be like, well, like they were a Christian rock band and they're, they're an entertainment band and that shouldn't have influenced the way that I led my church, mm-hmm. right? And then, um, and then I got kind of involved in that first wave or that first like resurgence of not resurgence. I guess it's like just the first kind of like growth of like Hillsong United. Oh yeah, I, I was definitely involved in like their like they started to come around and put out these albums of like really fun, really. Um, like really hyped up, like fast, high energy songs that uh, that could definitely get the crowd, you know, like our our the, our youth group, like going and like singing and like there was so much fun in that and so much joy in that, and so they became definitely an influence um, over what we were doing within like a youth ministry. Um, but then, like, still, I look back and it seemed like. Not to take anything away from them, because they they obviously have written songs that are not just the fun, like you know, like high energy, and you don't really think about what you're singing. But that, that's what I think. That's the problem that that I got into was we just wanted to play a bunch of high energy songs yeah. and like and just almost be goof to like not goofy with it, but we we almost wanted to just be all fun and no like no depth, right? No like serious. Like thinking on what we're what we're singing and what we're talking through, yeah. Uh, and so that started to like kind of play with me. That like these are good songs. I'm not I'm not saying that like there, there was anything necessarily wrong with them, like lyrically. But like I found that no one was really thinking through what we were even singing. So I, I had to like constantly be like, hey, let's stop and think about this. Uh, and so then my influences started to sh- even shift beyond that to like to get into stuff that was. That was a little bit deeper. Um, that had that had some a little more substance, and 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 I really challenged what we were singing and how we were singing it and how we were approaching like our typical like Wednesday nights or Sunday mornings. So those were those were kind of like the big influences on me, and I, I kind of had to find myself over those years. Looking back, I definitely had to find a balance with that because what we get to do should be fun. Like there should be yeah. elements where like man, we're we're we're, we're we're moving around and we're having fun and we're excited about what we're singing and what we're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also the times where we're like, we've got to make sure we, we do understand what we're singing and what we're playing. And uh, so for me, that was definitely a, like a long, that was a long learning process for me. And so if you're out there and you're listening and like you, you're trying, you're still trying to figure it out too. Like you're probably in that place where you, you have these artists or these bands or these, these songs that you listen to that that you're like, I love that song. I just want to play that song. I want to do that thing. That's cool. There's nothing nothing really necessarily wrong with that. Um, but I guess what our big challenge is to you and our big encouragement to you is, one, be thinking about what you're doing and why you're doing it constantly. Yeah. Like, it's a constant check of your heart. And, a, and just because your favorite band plays these songs or just because you 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 like those songs or just because like they're fun or they're they're I, I guess guard yourself from falling into the trap of just playing song just playing music because you like the music yeah right um play music that you like the music but also teaches who god is and teaches teaches about jesus through those songs and 
that's the trap that I fell into for sure in my early years was because I emulated the Newsboys and I emulated Hillsong United and that was kind of their their style more so back in those days. Yeah, and um, from the flip side for me, yeah, I emulated like Gunger and I emulated, um, trying to think of another really solemn person because <laughs> yeah I, I i had no like joy from the state or like from what i yeah. led ever and my pastor came up to me he's like hey all sons and daughters maybe or? yeah well yeah pro- probably more um just because i i just wanted to seek the the deeper parts and forget about the fun parts because i oh. thought well you're not worshiping unless you're like in tears and have a just a really concerned look on your face yeah. <laughs> um and so like I totally was not teaching anything about the joy from yeah. uh, of, of Christ from what I was singing, and so yeah, you can be on either side of that spectrum. It's not worship unless unless there's tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right, and I and I think it's a I think it is a balance. Um, I think I think you've you've got to find where where songs are going to just stir people's heart. And whether those are faster songs or slower songs or whatever that may look like, the ultimate goal in all of it, we've talked about this and you're going to hear us talk about this a lot, is never to entertain anybody. It's like, it's, but it's, it's, to, it's just to stir up our hearts for who Jesus is and what he's done. The other side of all that is this. We, we can get into this a little bit. You know, you talked about Gunger or All Sons and Daughters or these, these influences that, that, that you've had. And I talk about the Newsboys and, and Hillsong United. And they're... they're there's still like, I mean, tons of other groups and people that we've seen over the years that that we just absolutely love and we we, we take we pull stuff from right. Um, there's different worship leaders and different artists and different bands that we we see and we want to pull stuff from and 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 that's cool. Like I think you should. I think I think God kind of created us and designed us to be able to to see people that we admire and that we love and we respect. And say like, man, there's something about them like that 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 draws me in and that that stirs me up. So naturally, I'm going to take things away from them. Yeah. That that I think I need to add to like how I do. But the problem with that is, what 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 happens, and I think what has happened in our culture today is that we we have kind of created this what we would call this cookie cutter worship leader because of that. Um, we see people who are doing things or who are popular, or who are successful, and the way that they do things, not only do we not just like take some things away from them, we like take everything from them. Yeah. And we, we, we try to talk like them and sound like them and sing like them and perform like them. And, and I think we can really easily fall into a trap of taking the influences that we have and then just just transferring them to us and then just copying everything that they yeah. do, and there's, I think there is, um, I think there's a struggle with that. What do, you, what do you think on that? Do you see, do you see that being an issue or a problem within, um, within what we're what we're seeing today, like within worship leading and and, and Christian music and, um, and 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 maybe that's even bigger than just like Christian music. I mean, I would imagine that there's a lot of bands, even in sec in the secular world, who who want to just copy other artists because they love what they do and they love how they sound. And they, you know, it's, it's kind of like everything, you know, uh, when, after, after Mumford and Sons popped up, there were 
I mean, how many like little folk, folky yeah. Irish rock bands like popped up <laughs> yeah. after that, you know? So that it's not just a, uh, it's not just a Christian culture thing. I, I think that's just something that happens because we take what we like and we want to copy it or emulate that. Um, but what, what do you see in that? Do you see any, any struggle with that in taking, taking what other people are doing and, or, or being influenced by somebody and, and then, and just kind of like becoming this, this carbon copy of like what's already there as opposed to like finding uniqueness in who you are and how God gifted you. And yeah, like what's, what, what do you see in that? I see just a just a huge problem in it, and the, yeah, there is a struggle and an issue, and uh, like if you want to be literal, like we're we're image bearers of of Christ, yeah, and not of whoever gets the devil award that year, like, <laughs> yeah, um, and even even for me, like like I'll just I'll just be real with y'all. Like lately, it hasn't it hasn't been so much as artists, famous artists, but even just like influential people that I look up to. Yeah. And they, whatever they say and whatever they do, I want to, I want to follow that and do whatever I can to do the same. Um, and a lot of that times is a lot of the times I totally don't expound on my own giftings at all. Yeah. Um, and I, I'll take, I'll take their word above, uh, even above Jesus sometimes. Um, and I, I'll, I'll look for their, and, and I think the more you do that, you just, the more you start starving for approval. Yeah. Um, and maybe that's just specific to me, but but for me, I, I start I start putting way too much stock in what those people that, I, that I'm trying to mimic think of me. Yeah. And so if, let's let's relate this to the music world. Like right. if if I'm trying to emulate everything that Bethel is doing right now. And I look up three down, three years down the road, and I don't have a following like Bethel. <laughs> I don't have, have as many plays on YouTube as Bethel. Yeah. Then my my worth is going to be shot down in a heartbeat. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm not going to feel like like anything I'm I'm doing is worthwhile, or that it's done anything. Um, but really, aside from all of that, like the thing to remember is that like I'm. I'm a being crafted for the kingdom and and these giftings that we have as musicians are for the sole purpose of of edifying our church mm-hmm. and pointing people toward, towards the cross. And if it and if that's the goal, then why am I pointing myself towards other people's like other people's callings when, yeah, yeah. when I have my own? And so if you're struggling with this, <laughs> it's okay. Like yeah. I'll, we're not we're not perfect no. and um and it's really easy to do because we live in a culture that that sh- like screams, "Hey, you need to be like this, and you need to be like this." Right. Like, I was I was last night at a, at a restaurant, and I look over, and there's a whole fifteen group of people at a table on their cell phones, looking at Instagram stories of other people having a good time, sitting there marveling at their good time <laughs> when they could be having a good time. Like, yeah, like it's it's in the DNA of our society that we have to like what you are right now is not good enough. Yeah. Um, and that's so stupid. I think it's, I think you're spot on, man. I, I think, I think a lot of, a lot of what we're seeing, you know, I, I don't think it's something that only you struggle with. I, I think, I think we do as a society struggle with trying to impress other people and trying to live up to other people's expectations. And, and so a lot of the things that we do 
not just from the stage, like you said, a lot of the things we do in life, most of our motivation for doing it stems from people pleasing. Yeah. It, 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 it does not stem from um, this desire to, to lift God high and put him first. And so, so when you taking this back to what we've been talking about is if you're a worship leader, if you're this, if you're the lead singer of a band, or if you're the keyboardist of a band, or if you're a drummer, it doesn't matter what what role you play in this. If everything that you do is done with the intention of making sure people notice you, yeah. and making sure people recognize what you're doing and recognize who you are. If you if you're only doing things because you think that they want you to do that as opposed to what you know God has called you to do, then then there's a there's there's a pro, there is a problem yeah. with that. Absolutely, there's a problem with that. And uh, so I don't, I don't think you're alone. I I, I think I, I I think what God has done I know this. It's not it's not an I think uh, quote or statement. I know for a fact that God has created us and his word tells us this, to be uniquely us. Um, you said it earlier, we are made in the image of Christ, and and that's a beautiful thing to to live out and to hold and to, and, uh, to embrace in our lives. But I also know <laughs> that he tells us that we are uniquely made. Like uh, Psalm, you look through, uh, through Psalm, and and David talks about this all the time about this this idea of God knew me before uh, like he knew me in my mother's womb he 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 crafted me he knows every part of me he knows where I go and where I where I stand and and, and where um, no matter where I go right and so God created you to be uniquely you he created me to be uniquely me he created you if you're listening to be uniquely you and it's okay to have influences and it's okay to, to take things from people that you love and you respect. But if you're only taking them to become a copy of them, or if you're only taking them and doing those things because it's on the expectation of people around you. And if you're, if you're only doing those things for or because of other people, uh, then we're missing the mark. Like we just are, we're missing the mark. Take the things that God has gifted you in, take your own personality and your own, uh, passions and the things that God has has put in you, and be be uniquely you. Um, that, that's one thing I feel like for me over the last five years or so that I've 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 had a chance to learn and embrace. There's people who tell me all the time like, "Hey, you sound like this," or like, "There's some things that you do that remind me of this." But I I, I can be totally honest. I I don't feel like whenever I step on a stage or whenever I'm just living life. Mm. Uh, I don't feel like I try to emulate or be anything other than me. Um, this, this, ha- this goes back to even me as a youth pastor, like my role as a youth pastor. Um, I, I don't feel like there were things I probably did that other youth pastors did. I'm not saying that, but I never looked at any other youth pastors and said, Oh, I've got to live up to what they're doing. Yeah. Or I've got to plan things because they're doing those things. Or my youth group has to look like this youth group. Um, that's something I learned. And then even with, what we do with Summerhill or what um, any other opportunities I get to lead um, through city church or any other capacity. Like I never, like I just, I try, I strive to be uniquely me and do, uh, do what I know that God has called me to do and act and talk and do. So that, I think that's our encouragement to you is 
have influence, have people that you look at and you respect and they're doing great things and and you can even take some things away from them, but don't take things away from them just for the sake of being a copy of them. And don't take things away from them just for the sake of trying to please other people or trying to be become this, this image of a worship leader or a musician that you think like your church wants you to be. Yeah. Um, be you, be honest, be real, embrace uh, who you are. And, and that is going to have such a bigger impact like on, on your opportunity to lead people and point people to Jesus. Um, because it, it will not come across as fake. It will not come across as you're just trying to, to put on this show or, or perform for them or entertain for them. Because, and we've seen it, like we've seen people and we've been at places. Um, I, I had a conversation a while back with my mom who, who, who loves music and, and loves like this, you know, quote, worship music. And she said she was at a conference and she was watching this band and they were very good musically. But she said, like, she could not even enjoy, like, she didn't enjoy herself because she said everything about them seemed so fake. Yeah. Everything about the way they, the way they acted and the way that they were, like, very overdramatic in their, like, their presentation. Yeah. She said, like, it was such a turnoff for her because she felt like everything in them wasn't, and she doesn't know them personally. Yeah. But, like, even in that moment, she could tell... She had this sense that, like, this is just performance, and and they're just trying to copy what, what they're supposed to do, and there wasn't a, a genuine response to Jesus and yeah. what they're doing, and so my mom said, I'm I was just completely turned off by that, and uh, and so that's that's what we want to keep us from and you from, is man, don't do things and don't talk and don't 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 do anything just for the sake of trying to look like anyone else. And don't do it just to please anyone else. Do what you do to please God and point others to him. That's at the end of the day. Like that's the takeaway. You have anything to add to that? Any other any other insight into that or thoughts on that? Amen. <laughs> cool. Well, hopefully that's an encouragement to you guys today. Be uniquely you and and do do what God has called you to do and gifted you to do in your own way. Yeah. And and that's gonna have a huge impact. Here you go. I got it. Don't shop at Forever 21. Don't shop at Forever Twenty One. Go to a thrift store and find your own clothes. <laughs> is that a is that a problem? Is going to Forever Twenty One a? I don't know. I just thought about the hipster look of <laughs> trying to be trying to look cool and stuff. Trying to look cool. Forever Twenty One is the way, place to go though. If you want to look cool, I guess so. I guess so. Yeah, go to thrift stores. I've been doing that since I was fourteen. It's great. It's mostly just because that's the the clothes I can afford. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. yeah. it has nothing to do with uh, actual fashion sense. But um, so, anyways, hey guys, thanks so much for listening. Again, hopefully that's an encouragement. I know that's a little bit. That's a pretty deep topic, and and there's there's really a lot of different ways we could continue to go with that. And probably future podcasts we'll get into even more specifics of, of yeah. all that. But as a whole, that's that's our heart is to encourage you. Um, encourage you to be you and uh, and to live out what God's called you to do, not for anyone else, um, but for him and for his glory. And uh, that I promise you that will have an impact on others in the right way, in the positive way, the way that it's supposed to be. And so thanks for listening so much, guys. Hey, check us out. Um, again, you're listening either through iTunes or SoundCloud, and you can find us on, on either of those platforms. Please help us just spread the word. Share that with people. If you get any value at all in what we're saying, 
if you listen to it and you're like, hey, I like, I just like listening to these guys, um, please do us a favor and just share it. Uh, share just just a simple simple click of the share button uh, goes a long ways. You can always rate us and uh, comment on anything that we do and email us. Uh, I would love to hear your some of your influences. Uh, who who did you listen to or who have you seen growing up through the years that uh, had an impact on you that um, that you respected that you admired that yeah you even pulled some things from. So email us worshippointpodcast at gmail.com. Just email us and uh, and drop us uh, drop us a few lines of who have been some of your biggest influences and and like I said, the more in- interaction that we get, the more we can use you guys within this podcast because that's our ultimate goal is to is to for this to be interactive and for for you guys to have a voice in what we're saying and what we're doing. We're still a new podcast and so we're still trying to grow this thing. Um, but the more that you guys interact with us, the more that we can uh, incorporate some of the things you're. You're saying and the questions that you have and the yeah. the uh, the comments that you have into what we do, so follow us there and um, and email us and all that good stuff. Any good suggestions, Carson, of uh, uh, music or movies or art or anything that's that just jumps out to you right away that we could share that we could leave with these cool people um, before we go? There's a new artist from Italy called Delgado. Yeah, he's got a new great brushstroke. Go check him out. I'm just kidding. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> you said art, and it just yeah threw me. Um, if I'm you have a good, right now. If you have a good artist, that's fine. If you have someone who paints well, and I mean, we can share. My sister's things. roommate. I don't. <laughs> she can paint. She really can well. paint really well. What's that's her, what I got for you. What's her name? Can we give her a shout out? Or don't do ask know? me that. I forgot. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Jillian. Hey, Jillian. Jillian, you're she's great. You're a great artist. So. Uh, for for me and uh, the the one there's one song that just was released by Bethel uh, called Starlight that I probably we've had on repeat for the last couple of days is just really really solid. I mean I know that's that's cliche throwing a Bethel song out there. It's good though, but man it is it is really good. Uh, so check out Starlight. Amanda Cook sings on it. There's a YouTube video for it, and uh, and just uh, just really really good content um, and music and lyrics and the whole whole thing so that's my suggestion for you and uh so again thanks for listening carson it's good to have you back boy yep yep so we'll be back um next week and uh so that's it bye guys see ya